Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. If there's just one thing that can make or break my week and either leave me feeling energized and on top of my life or chaotic and stressy, it's how well I eat that week. And what influences how well I eat on a given week? It's whether or not I take 10 minutes at the beginning of that week to meal plan. Now, I know this doesn't sound like much, but it's a simple little organizational trick that holds the magical key to not getting absolutely walloped by chaos and stress and eating way too many unhealthy meals out in a week that inevitably add up and just make you kind of give up on the whole week as a whole. In my life, personally, this one tiny bit of planning is what can often make the difference between having a good week and a bad week. Now, that might be a little bit overdramatic for some of you, but I am extremely food motivated, I will admit, and hanger is a very real thing in my life. So if you feel the same as me, and if you need to make sure that you're well-fed in order to have a really good day and a good work day, then I cannot stress enough how important this skill is to develop and how much I want you to listen to this episode and give it a try. If you're new here, hello and welcome to the How to Adult Show. I'm your host, Corey, and this show is produced by the How to Adult School, your source for learning all of the important adult life skills and lessons that we all probably should have been taught in school. On this show, we cover the four main pillars of adult life, and that includes personal finance, your career or your business, managing your wellness, and managing your personal growth. So if this sounds like the resource that you've been waiting for ever since you graduated high school, I want to take a second and invite you to go ahead and click subscribe on the channel so you'll never miss another episode. So on to today's episode. This week's theme is wellness, and today we're going to be talking about meal planning, and I also am going to give you a quick outline of some of the best ingredients I like to keep on hand all the time to make sure that I have a full week of healthy meals. Meal planning for the week takes out the question we all spend valuable time and brain space on every single day. What am I going to eat today? What should we eat? What should I make for dinner? If you just take a few minutes at the start of every week to write down some simple meal ideas for yourself, you'll save so much time thinking about meals, making last minute runs to the grocery store, staring into the fridge, or inevitably scrolling the Foodora website for the meals that you're gonna order in because you've just run out of time and inspiration. The idea with having a meal plan is that every time it comes time for you to feed yourself and if you're just not feeling inspired or creative to come up with a meal idea at that moment in time, you can just open up your book, look at your meal plan, and then hopefully open the fridge and if you're really good, you'll have some properly prepped ingredients in there that are ready to go so you're done. Decision made and probably a healthier one than you would have otherwise made after work when you needed to feed yourself, you needed dinner, but you're tired and just not all that interested in cooking anymore. Now, I wish that meal planning was something that was at least basically outlined for us in school so that we don't learn it as adults and have it come across as such a boring, 
green, foodie, Gwyneth Paltrow type activity. It doesn't have to be dull and involve eating the same thing every night for dinner for a week. I also want to debunk the myth that meal planning is restrictive. Just because you've planned a meal idea in advance for Wednesday night doesn't mean that you have to stick with it. You can make whatever you want if you're feeling creative, inspired, or if you have another meal idea. Making a meal plan is simply a crutch for the days when you're feeling tired, lazy, uninspired, too hungry to cook, or are simply suffering from a massive brain fart when you open to a fridge full of food and you can't help but stare at it and say, there's no food, there's nothing to eat in here. Meal planning is really just current you giving future bummed out and tired Wednesday you a helping hand. While it's a quick and easy solution once you're used to it, it does take a little while to turn meal planning into a habit and to do it well in a way that doesn't involve you eating potatoes all the time or finding yourself slaving away over the kitchen stove night after night trying to stick with this fancy meal plan that you've created. I was lucky to grow up in a very food-oriented household. My mom is a holistic nutritional practitioner, and growing up, she taught my brother and I to cook creatively. But even still, it took me quite a while on my own to figure out how to feed myself properly when I was finally living by myself. There was definitely that time when I ate a leftover pan of tiramisu for an entire week during exams because I couldn't bring myself to go grocery shopping. Or there was my first year living by myself when a common breakfast ingredient was rice and nothing fancy. I would literally microwave a bowl of rice with some butter in it because I just couldn't wrap my head around the process of getting up and making myself a healthy, more involved meal before I left the house and had to get out for the day. I also had semesters of racking up ginormous bills at the cafeteria just on samosas because I was not organized enough and didn't have quite enough forethought to be able to pack myself a simple healthy lunch or just buy samosas at the place around the corner for half the price. So we've all been there, we've all had those days, and if that sounds like your current habit and your current process, then hopefully this episode is going to be super helpful for you and you're going to be able to save yourself a lot of time, money, energy and end up eating a way healthier diet than you would have otherwise. Meal planning is a major adult life organization skill that will make your life so much easier if you can manage to incorporate it into your routine at least some of the time. It'll wind up saving you loads of time, valuable brain space, tons of money on lazy food purchases, and it'll keep you that much farther away from just inhaling a bowl of popcorn for dinner on those days when it just all becomes too much. So if you don't already do some form of meal planning in your life, I have four tips coming up right now to help you get started meal planning in a way every week that is efficient, manageable, and doesn't involve becoming a health guru who starts every day with a green celery juice, if that's not your thing. So meal planning step number one is to meal plan once a week. Pick one day a week and think about the upcoming six or seven days and decide roughly what you're gonna eat on those days. I recommend picking just one day a week and trying to stick to that and choose it based on your own individual work and life schedule. Personally, I meal plan on either Sundays or Mondays depending on the time of year, my job, and which day I end off or I end up taking off because this is when I do a whole overarching review of what's coming up this week. Typically on Sundays and Mondays, I also usually have a fridge full of fresh food from market days on Saturdays. So it just ends up lining up perfectly and I have good fresh ingredients to prep for the upcoming week. 
I also try to do this on my day off because if I want to do a little bit extra, go a little further and do some actual meal prep for the upcoming week, then it's usually easier when I have a full day off to do that instead of trying to cram it in after dinner on a weeknight. So for me, this usually just involves, you know, washing and chopping veggies, prepping a few things, making some hummus, making sure I have raw vegetables chopped up, ready to go in the fridge, roasting vegetables, soaking beans, that kind of stuff. It's way easier to do that on a day off. Honestly though, it doesn't matter when you do it, just pick a time that works for you and do your best to stick with it just for a few weeks at first to try it out. Sometimes I completely forget and end up just jotting some ideas down for the next day, or honestly, half the time it happens on a random day at a random time when I find myself staring in the fridge and feeling that sensation of I have no idea what to eat and I have no food, even though the fridge is usually full of food. When that happens, if I haven't created a meal plan for the week yet, that is my cue to sit down, open a notebook, open up a few of my favorite food blogs, something like that for inspiration, and to put a few minutes into just planning out the upcoming few days of meals, thinking about what I wanna eat, and taking away the decisions that I have to make in the next few days. Meal planning step number two, when you're planning out your meals, make sure that you're thinking fully through what you're gonna eat for three meals a day plus snacks. Make sure you think about and write down what you'll eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, and don't be lazy about this from the get-go. Morning you is gonna be so much happier pre-coffee when you know that it's a scrambled eggs and avocado toast morning without even having to think about it. Also when you're meal planning, make sure you take into account things like travel plans, work schedules, things like that, so that you can make sure you plan meals that are easier, faster, or more nourishing as you need according to your own schedule and needs that week. When you have a big project and you need to work through lunches, make your week easier by planning meals that can be leftovers from dinner for lunch the next day, so when you're cleaning up dinner, it can already be packaged, ready to go, and you're gonna save yourself so much time throughout the week when you have a really busy go of it. On the other hand, if you have a few days off on a given week, maybe that's the right time to plan a few more involved meals, new recipes that, you want, that you've been wanting to try, or meals that usually take a little bit more prep time than you normally have the time or energy for on a weekday after work. Look at your whole upcoming calendar for the week and plan meals that complement what your life will be like for that week. Meal planning step number three is to make your life easier by planning dinner meals that can easily be packed up and used as lunch or maybe even breakfast again the next day. Now, sometimes when you're working from home, it is nice to take a longer break and to give yourself the time and space to make yourself a fresh lunch that day or to go out with a friend for a walking social lunch, anything like that. But more often than not, it's easiest and preferable just to be able to open up the fridge, take out your lunch container and have something that's ready to go. Whenever possible, I try to make plenty of extra dinner so that it can be packed away for lunch the next day. Whether that's pasta, soups, salads, stir fry, sandwiches, anything like that, it's important to work on getting over the feeling of being bored by leftovers so you can just enjoy the food and save yourself the time and brain space and just have dinner for lunch the next day sometimes. And now on to the final tip that I have for you for meal planning today, tip number four, and this one is super important. This is don't overdo it. Meal planning does not mean that you have to health it up with daily juices and salads, or that you have to get really complicated and cook long drawn out dinners that really you should go take a French cooking class to be able to pull off. This adulting tip is not about being healthier or doing more. It's simply about organizing yourself and reducing the strain on your brain for the rest of the week. 
Decision fatigue is a really real thing that we deal with every day, and this process does wonders to help with that. Start out just by planning meals that you actually make and that are quick and easy for you to pull off. If this means writing down rice with butter, like me, every single day for breakfast for a while, then that's completely okay. Over time, you'll be able to start adjusting your meal plan and adding in ideas and recipes that are more involved, that need different ingredients that you need to adjust your shopping schedule and routine for. Maybe you'll start making meals that are a little bit fresher and healthier or that involve you learning a new recipe. But the main goal with meal planning is just to make your life easier. So don't go ahead and take this tool and go right ahead using it to make your life way more difficult and way more frustrating by trying to be Superman with the Cornish hens and the newest green keto whatever diet that you've been wanting to try. Do yourself a solid, don't do that. Half the time my own meal plan revolves around making a lot of the same recipes for multiple weeks in a row. Or my lunch meal plan simply says something like chopped vegetables and hummus over and over again every day for a week. Sometimes dinner says artichokes with mushroom risotto, and other times it says kale Caesar for what feels like the third or fourth night in a row. My point is that meal planning always makes people think of suddenly being unbearably healthy or being boring and just sticking with Tupperwares of boiled chicken and broccoli for a week at a time, but that's not it. I really wish that we were all taught how to create a simple meal plan as a basic organizational technique when we're in school. In my opinion, if you can keep from feeling completely overwhelmed by the basic need to feed yourself, then you can count that as a freaking successful week and you do not need to be able to host your own vegan cooking show on YouTube to be able to do this. From there, as you get more and more used to meal planning, you can start to use it as a tool to make improvements and changes to your food and food lifestyle if you want to. You can use it as a tool to plan a few healthier lunches into your week instead of going out with people from work every day for lunch instead. You could use it to plan a few vegetarian meals into every week or try a new cuisine night that you've been wanting to learn more about. Whatever you choose to do with it, meal planning will be an absolute game changer when you just simply start to make it a part of your routine on a semi-regular basis. Now, if you're feeling absolutely stuck when it comes to planning some meal ideas for the upcoming week, I've gone ahead and linked a few of my favorite food blogs in the description for this episode, so you can go ahead, check those out, and get some really great, easy, healthy inspiration for meals that you can plan into your upcoming days. Also, as inspiration, there are a few ingredients I try to always have on hand to make sure I can throw together some variation of healthy food every week. Now, this varies seasonally, and I grow a big vegetable garden to supplement it in the summer, but on average, I try to have some variation of arugula, spinach, eggs, avocados, almonds, chickpeas, sweet potatoes, green onions, red pepper, this is a long list, goat or feta cheese, uh, garlic, tomatoes, radishes, zucchini, pulses like black beans or lentils, carrots, celery, bananas, nut butter, tofu, broccoli, and I'll finish there just by saying etc. Also, when it comes to making your life easier, it's super key to keep lazy style food on hand as well so that you can just throw together a quick snack style lunch if you need to. So things like celery and peanut butter, popcorn, crackers and dip, stuff like that. So it's probably pretty clear to you here that I love cooking and I keep a lot of ingredients on hand that are quite varied. But overall, if you're trying to do a more basic version of this, I would say never let your fridge go without some basic greens, a few vegetables that you can chop up, and some sort of dip. 
Some of the meal prep that I try to do on Sundays or Mondays that makes eating really easy for the week includes doing things like washing and chopping vegetables in advance. For example, when I buy kale, I wash it all immediately as soon as it gets home, and I make sure all the kale gets torn off the stem. Radishes have their tops cut off, stuff like that, and I usually try to bake a few veggies like cauliflower or sweet potatoes, as well as cooking ingredients like chickpeas or lentils in advance so I can just pull them out of a Tupperware container and make easy salad or hummus platters all week. Now, you probably hear this from me a lot, but as with everything here, meal planning is not an all or nothing skill. You don't have to throw out the concept of meal planning just because you're having a hard time sticking to it consistently. And it's not something you have to do all the time. This is just really a helpful tool for you to have in your arsenal for the days when you look at your upcoming week and you go, oh my God, I don't even have time to shower, let alone feed myself. So if this sounds like a tool that might just help you get a touch more organized or that will get you a step closer to getting your shiz together on a given week, then go ahead, pull out your day planner or whatever sort of calendar app or system you use, and I want you to add a meal planning section to it with space for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks that you can fill in. It's important to remember to update or create a new copy of your meal plan every week just when you need it, and to make sure that you do the job fully and plan for a full three meals a day plus snacks. It's also helpful to plan a few bigger meals that you know you can leave leftovers for future meals in the fridge the next day. And finally, don't overdo it. And remember, more than a health tip, this is actually a simple organizational tip that's meant to make your life easier. So don't go ahead, take this idea, and immediately start making your life harder by getting all fancy and unrealistic with yourself from the get-go. I need you to promise me that you're going to use this to make your life easier. And there you have it. That's it for this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Hopefully you're feeling inspired and can see what a helpful and easy to implement tool meal planning really is to make your life easier and declutter your life on a weekly basis. If you start incorporating this into your habits, routines, and systems, you'll find that you're able to save so much time, money, and mental space, most importantly, just by devoting a few minutes each week to thinking about what you might want to eat for the rest of the week. If you're feeling super organized and ready, also do a little bit of meal prep, but that's not even necessary. Just planning it out is going to make a ginormous difference in your life and headspace. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. I'm your host, Corey. If you haven't yet, I want to invite you to hit subscribe and also leave me a comment below. I absolutely love hearing from you and getting to talk to you. So if you have any thoughts or comments on meal planning, how it works for you, how it doesn't work for you, other techniques that you found that work really well, please go ahead, drop them in the comments below and we can start to chat. Again, I'm your host, Corey. Great to see you here today, and I will see you back here next week on Monday with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.